Hello, hello. Welcome to episode 15 of Mixtaping Identity. I'm your host, Shane. My guest this week is the wonderful Beck Charwood. Yes, thank you so much for joining me for the 15th case of Mixtaping Identity. My guest this week is comedian and podcast host Beck Charlwood. I first came across Beck's stand-up actually through Instagram. I can't remember if someone shared it or if the, the algorithm got me, but I, I just thought she was hysterical. And then I got into her podcast, Ladies Guide to Do Cinema, and it's just, it's brilliant. It's so fresh and funny and interesting, and yeah, I just loved it. So I was really excited to get her on, uh, and it was a great chat. She's really, really lovely and very funny, and it was yeah, it was a great time. So I'm excited for you to listen to it. If this is your first time listening to the show, then just to let you know that the playlists are released ahead of the podcast airing, so you can check that out on our Spotify, and you can find that through social media. So the best place to go is at Mixtape Identity on Instagram. I'll be back at the end of the show. But for now, we'll get into episode 15 of Mixtape and Identity with Beck Charlie. How often do you actually listen to music at the moment? Um, it's on and off. I, uh, I'm not like, I wouldn't say I'm like, oh, daily. Like, I feel like I switch between podcasts pretty regularly. I'm a very big okay podcast listener more so i think as with music i get like this is gonna sound so silly but i get taken with it too easily like okay if i'm listening to something that's like a little bit too hyped up i'm like i have to go for a run i have to drop everything i have to go for a run but then if i'm listening to something too sad i'm like i get really easily into like well what's the point of anything and i'm just gonna do (laughs) nothing today so i have to like pick my music moments like carefully (laughs) Okay, so you really feel it then? Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. that's also something to do with having bipolar. I think there's just okay. there's too many feelings going on okay. at once. So and music just kind of opens up that valve uh, and just lets them okay, out. So. Okay, fair enough. When you listen to music, then do you tend to go for albums or as a playlists or what sort of things are you are you going for? Oh, I usually listen to the same song a billion times in a row. Uh, just over and over again. I feel very (laughs) bad for anyone who's a real, like, proper music fan listening to this episode. I apologise in advance. I (laughs) have the most basic taste in music um, and not a lot of range uh, along with that. (laughs) Okay. I'm not sure I agree with that. I think there's there's a lot of different stuff on here. (laughs) I I enjoyed it. Oh, good, good. I think at the moment I am obsessively listening to... Uh, the A-Track remix of Heads Will Roll uh, okay. because I saw it in a TV series and I can't get it out of my head now. It's been three days of just listening to the exact <laughs> same song and it hasn't lost any of its shine on me. <laughs> nice, nice. No, I've been there. Um, <laughs> do you try to seek out new music then or do you tend to go back to, to old familiar things? Oh, familiar things. Uh, Occasionally a new song will find me, usually through like a TV show or a movie. Um, Mm -hmm. Particularly at the moment, I think the last like four new songs I've gotten really obsessed with have all come from TikTok. 
<laughs> which I feel guilty about because I know it's mostly just rich children's parents paying for their songs to become popular. But some of those rich children yeah. are very good at music. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but there's, there's but TikTok is designed to like like get in your head, so it yeah. makes complete sense that those songs like will will lock in. Mm. I've I've been there. 100% I've been there. Yeah. Have you gotten obsessed with any of the TikTok songs? I, I can't think of any off the top of my head, but there, there are certain videos that I'll keep watching. Yes. There was like, and, and they're, they're usually not like good songs, but it's just that one 10 second clip. Yeah. I know there was, there's one trend that really like I got completely obsessed with. And I don't know why, but the song was just, just went simple dimple. Oh, and it was like this little. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yes, I know exactly the one. And it's literally yeah. just people shaking their hips. But in like yeah. the whole thing together is like hypnotic. And you're just yes. like, you see it in your dreams. You're walking around <laughs> just humming the songs. And you're like, why? I didn't yeah. ask for this. Uh huh. And yeah, I never listened to the full song, but I could just like, it was like, welcome back, you. Is it welcome back, you lovely kids or something? And then it's like, simple, simple. And yeah, yeah. just that <laughs> in my head constantly. It was, yeah, disgusting. Yeah. Um, Anyway, um, <laughs> so what's the what's the first music that you bought or owned? Oh, first music I owned was uh, yeah. the Ketchup Song uh, by nice. okay. Las Tomato. Uh, uh, mm-hmm. They look, I could kind of tell from the first track. I was like, I don't think these guys have planned long term. I think they've really put themselves <laughs> in a box with only tomato based songs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Look, but if you've I w- got a niche, if you carve out a niche, you just you lock into that, stick exactly. with it. They would have been yeah. massive, on, massive on TikTok if they were around today. Huge. They would. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> a bit of, bit of that. Yeah. I, I know that's not that an audio a, the, feature. The but... dance that goes along with it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I remember I hadn't yeah. even seen the music video that it went along with it. I barely heard the song, but uh, some of my friends had been doing the dance and I yeah. wanted to know what was what was up. So we went to like a CD store. I think my brothers were getting something and I just saw it and I was like, that that's the thing that's going to make me cool. That's <laughs> going to be the last piece in my personality. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, perfect. And that's coming up on the list. And yes. Yeah, I, I've, I've done a little bit of research on that song. Actually, there's a couple of things that I think are quite interesting about that song. But um, we'll, we'll get to that. A bit of oh. bit of sizzle. Um, um, so what, what's and what's the what's the best live show or best live performance you've seen? Oh, um, that's hard to pick. Uh, did I write it down in the list? I think the only thing it's not it's not on the list. No, okay, okay, okay. I was like, oh my god, did I miss this one? <laughs> I think it is. Uh, I think it has to be Phil Collins. Uh, okay. In I think it's 2017, he did uh, his tour, Not Dead Yet, and okay. I am a massive, massive Phil Collins fan. Uh, he's one of my mm-hmm. favorite artists of all time because uh, I love pop. That's my favorite genre, uh, and he's so weird because he's this like curmudgeonly old man who's like not very attractive. He doesn't. <laughs> put on a big show or anything but somehow he's a pop star and i think there's something amazing in that um so i really wanted to go see him live uh and my boyfriend's birthday was coming up coincidentally at the time 
So uh-huh. as a great girlfriend, I bought him tickets to my favorite artist. That's so nice. I know I'm so giving. I just can't figure out why the relationship <laughs> didn't work out in the end. Uh, <laughs> and so we went along uh, with him and two of his friends and it was the oldest crowd you've ever seen of all time. No one was mm-hmm. allowed to stand up. Uh, otherwise, we were told to promptly sit down. Uh, and yeah. Phil is like in his 70s now, so he was on a stool the entire time. But okay. the band that he had put together was so lively and you could tell they loved performing and having so much fun. It didn't mm. matter because like the composition of everything was so perfect and uh he still yeah. like he still managed to make it such a such a fun experience uh mm. despite the fact you could tell that he's he's very sick he's very he's on his <laughs> way out there's a reason it's called the not dead yet tour he knew he knew <laughs> but yet he's doing a lot yes. of heavy lifting there yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right perfect so we'll, we'll dive into the into the playlist then so song one is a song you fell in love with straight away so you've gone with Just Dance by Lady Gaga. Yes. Uh, I was 14 and we were doing, I think, what is an Australian tradition, which is uh, watching Rage well into the hours of the morning. Uh, okay. I think it's like Austra- like video hits uh, for okay. the international audience. Just a bunch of music videos uh, that, okay. <laughs> that a lot of them 14-year-olds should not be watching. Uh, this was the yeah. mid two thousands, uh, which I'll talk about more later. Uh, but I remember seeing uh, the music video with this is like Lady Gaga's first big breakout with the blue mm-hmm. lightning bolt and like her holding a disco ball, and I was like, this is just so cool, and I couldn't get it out of my head for ages. I was obsessed with it immediately. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's a it's a great song. Yeah. Um, also, a nice reminder of that time in the mid two thousands where it felt like every popular song had like an opening credits where they all <laughs> had to say their name at the start, like Red One, Convict, Gaga. Yeah. Jason Derulo <laughs> did it. There was like Jr. I'm sure Timbaland did it as well. Oh uh, yeah. DJ Khaled's still doing it. Yeah. But yeah, it was uh yeah that was a weird phase where producers were just like, I'm not getting enough credit, and I'm going to. I'm just going to say my name at the start of the song. That's yeah, well, the, that's I guess the it was real. like, this is still just coming out of like the CD era. So people were like, yeah. we got to, people know how to Google songs yeah. now. We have to, we have to make sure that they know who it is. Cause by now there's a billion songs called Just Dance. We've got to make yeah, sure yeah. that they know that it's Red One, Convict yep. and Gaga on this one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Oh, that's a great tune though. Yeah. Oh, such a banger! And I lifelong Lady Gaga fan. So she she reached me at the perfect time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, song two, then a song that took you a while. So you've gone with "Nothing in This World" by Paris Hilton. Yes, uh, that is a song I've recently become obsessed with. Uh, okay. I, as we all did in the early two thousands, we dismissed Paris Hilton. We were mm-hmm. she was part of what was it? the bimbo something some awful term that the media coined her and her friends uh, that involved the world bimbo and we were like this woman is trash we hate her so much and now she's had a complete renaissance of being like I knew all along I'm a businesswoman I'm a three dimensional character I hoodwinked you all society 
<laughs> and I was like, that's amazing. So I was going back after watching the This Is Paris uh, documentary. And because mm-hmm. I remember when The Stars Are Blind came out, which was her big single. Uh, and I was like, poofed. I turned my nose up at it. I was like, this is not music. And now yeah. listening back to it, it has the nostalgia factor. But nothing yeah. in this world actually goes so hard. And it's a song that's like so catchy that you can easily yeah. pick up the whole like the whole song in one listening. So you can sing it in your head all day. No worries. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing in this world can turn out the light. <laughs> I can do what she can do. So much better. <laughs> so much better. It's arrogant too. I love it. <laughs> it is arrogant, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But she's Paris Hilton. That's that's kind of her, yeah, her brand, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, she um, better be. She better be yeah. arrogant. <laughs> it would be rude for her to be underconfident. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, Beck, have you ever, at, at the risk of sounding like someone who's about to become a feature on your podcast, have you ever seen the film Just Friends? Oh yes, and that's the one with uh, Ryan Reynolds and Amy Smart. Yes. Yes, and that never happens. I never get it. <laughs> for someone who's had a movie podcast for three years, I never guess it right. Amy Smart is a deep cut. That's like that was a a good get. Yeah, like, thank you. I, I had to Google her three times to remember her name. Um, and Anna Faris, uh, Samantha James. Yes. Yeah. 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 Do you remember the scene with with her recording her song? No. No, I know I'm putting you under pressure here because this is like this is maybe isn't a popular film. It's one of my wife's favorite films, but I got massive Samantha James vibes listening to Paris Hilton because <laughs> her whole vibe is like, well, kind of what you said. Her like her character is kind of bimboy. That's her oh, thing. My dream character to play on screen, <laughs> just absolute menace with no idea that she ruins every situation she falls into. Yeah, such a menace, but. <laughs> when she's recording her song like it's very clear that her whole thing is just to make it sound as sexy as she can and i swear like there's there's bits where she's like they're listening to the main song she's doing the little background bits and she's going afar afar and it's very very paris hilton this song i'll send i'll send you the video after this and you can see it but it's it's so so like this song i i cannot separate the two um (laughs) But yeah, I mean, for for Paris Hilton, I think like I was I was expecting worse when I listened yeah. to this song. I, I'm not I'm not fully on board. I know it took you a while, so maybe I'm still <laughs> you get easing that. into that. I think you have yeah. to go on the whole journey with Paris. Like you have to be like right. go watch the documentary. You know, look okay. at the work she's doing now. Understand okay. the character of Paris, and then I think you can appreciate the music. Okay. That seems like quite a lot of work. For... It is. It is. And that's yeah. why it took me quite a while to get to it. <laughs> so much homework. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of work that's gone into liking a fairly mediocre Paris Hilton song. <laughs> I appreciate it. Um, all right. Song three then we've, we've talked about. So your introduction mm-hmm. to music. So the catch up song. Yes. By Last Catch Up. Um, so how, like you said the CD shop. So how, how old were you when this came out? Oh, what year would it have been? I'm. Oh, I don't know. Not even Again, sure. I'm asking you the difficult questions today. But... I know. Uh, I would have <laughs> been. Oh, we can easily. Oh my god, look up on their Spotify what year their uh-huh. one and only album came out, 
and it'll oh, tell yeah. us. Yeah. Two thousand and two. So I would have been eight years old. Oh, oh okay. uh, so very, very young. Um barely any I don't even know how I would have bought a CD then. I don't know how I had any concept <laughs> of money or anything yeah. like that. <laughs> yeah. Um so I was I was looking up the I looked up the lyrics to this because I'd never tried to figure out what it was what it was about. <laughs> and um, why would you? <laughs> <laughs> for this. Exactly. For content. Um so I went on to the Wikipedia. So first of all, first thing caught my eye, there's a controversy tab on the uh the catch-up song wikipedia yeah oh yeah which is there was a theory that this is actually like a satanic worship kind of song there are like interpretations of the lyrics that are like yeah that are, are satanic in nature which i think is a bit of a stretch and i think it's one of those things that the internet just latched on to yeah but the song is still banned in it's either Dominica or the Dominican Republic, one of the two. But the, but the ketchup song is banned. Oh my goodness! Result. What yeah. lyrics are the satanic ones? So, "Acer Hey" mm-hmm. can be broken down into the Spanish phrase "Acer Herod Hey," which means "Let's be her- her- heretical, heretic, <laughs> heretical." Ah, yes, the teenager's favorite way to talk about <laughs> Satan. <laughs> Um, one of the lines means when there isn't room for a soul which supposedly refers to hell and there's one of the lyrics that says the DJ who knows him plays the midnight hymn which refers to satanic rituals which occur at midnight so um yeah I mean it's a stretch television, <laughs> yeah it's a stretch it's a massive uh, stretch look I know this is um, controversial to say but the Dominican Republic needs to calm down okay <laughs> I think that's so funny when a country like bans a song where it's like they go to the effort of taking it off the air, like putting blocks on the internet about it. And it's like, isn't, aren't people dying? Like, isn't there tax <laughs> fraud happening? What is going on? Yeah. Yeah. There'd be nothing better to do. Yeah. If um, people want to hail Satan, they will find a way to hail Satan. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That, that doesn't involve like, this and yeah. you know, the thumbs and everything yeah for listeners shane just a little bit of the hey ha part of the thank dance you. <laughs> thank you back you can tell you're the pro um, <laughs> so the the actual meaning of the course or the the reason behind the course is it's a loose spanglish version of rapper's delight by the sugar hill gang you said hip hop heavy oh my goodness my does not make sense when you hear it Yes, and now it does. Kind of I mean, it's all similar. coming together in front of my yeah. eyes. Like <laughs> like two puzzle yeah. pieces just perfectly mm-hmm. fitting. Yeah. So it's nonsense. Like, it, it doesn't mean anything. It's just, like, Spanglish nonsense. It's gibberish. But that is the rhythm that they were going for, is it's loosely based on Rapper's Delight. My goodness. blew my mind when I read it. Do Rapper's Delight know about this? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I wonder how they'd feel about it. Yeah, I can just imagine the whole of the Sugar Hill gang sitting in their office because they have an office. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. (laughs) And then just someone being like, did you guys hear this? And then they play the catch-up song for the Sugar Hill gang. And they're just like, why would we... Why? Please, leave us alone. 
could have used words. Yeah. Like the rhythm's fine. You could have used words, but you've yeah. just gone with gibberish. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, that's great fun. <laughs> uh, anyway, song four then is a song that makes you happy. So you've gone with Melody by Plus Two. Yes. Uh, and this is a song that I, if you look up this song, you'd be like, wow, this seems to be like a deep cut disco. She's so cool. She lied about uh-huh. just loving pop music. Not true. It was trending on TikTok. Uh, <laughs> okay. Similar to you in the All Simple right. Dimple Dance. Uh, mm. This mm-hmm. I found this clip of this woman just dancing at a wedding, just doing like really silly, charming dancing to this song. And right. she is just so happy and having the time of her life is exactly what I think of when I listen to this song. And it, okay. ma- and it just, by osmosis, makes me happy. <laughs> That's lovely. I really yeah. like that. I'll send it yeah. to you, so if you want to put it on the socials, uh, you absolutely yeah, yeah. can. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So is it literally just like, a, like a, when you say TikTok video, are you talking like this is like a 10, 15 second video? Or is this yeah. like... Just like, yeah. yeah, a 30 second video. It's not a trend or anything. It's just yeah, yeah. this one woman having a dance. And it's... Just a fun video. Yeah. Just a fun, fun video. <laughs> cool. All right. That'll do. <laughs> Uh, song five then a song that makes you sad so you've gone with The Book of Love by Peter Gabriel yes I love uh, serious white men pop as we have established Um, it's the best genre (laughs) (laughs) and Peter Gabriel also being the ex-lead singer of Genesis and Phil Collins rival Mm -hmm. and enemy uh, public enemy number one as he says (laughs) Um, but this song I found uh, because it is the song that plays in the season finale of Scrubs. Did you ever watch Scrubs? I did. I did watch Scrubs. I love Scrubs. Yeah. Um, so it, the very, very last ep- I mean, the last episode uh, with the original cast before they added in we the whole. We don't. We don't talk about <laughs> other Scrubs. We yeah. don't talk about other Scrubs. No, no, no. Yeah. Dave Franco. I know what the were you doing? You talk about. Yeah. Get out of there. No. <laughs> um, so the last real season of yeah. Scrubs, when uh, JD is leaving the hospital. I apologize to anyone who's not a Scrubs fan who is going to be left <laughs> out for the next minute. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, he, yeah, he has this like big montage of like what he sees for himself in the future, and it's him like yeah. getting married and having babies, and. Mm-hmm. Because Scrubs was such... It was my favourite show as a teenager. Just watched it obsessively over and over and over again. Uh, When this song played, I was so upset because my favourite thing in the world that took up at least a couple of hours of nearly every day was Mm -hmm. over. And not only that, was I so invested in these characters and having to say goodbye to them just immediately Mm -hmm. brings tears to my eyes. And then on top of that is another layer. It's such a beautiful song. It's got like long slow strings which is science's way of pulling moisture out through your eyeballs i feel yep and yep. like the lyrics to uh i think what's the line that always uh just oh even the first line of the book of love is long and boring yeah you're like what how how dare you say that how di- <laughs> what do you mean I'm enthralled. Where is this going? That's such a sad yeah. sentiment to begin with. It's long and boring. 
Yeah. I, I forgot that that... Like, I know I know the scene you're talking about. So it's the it's the big montage on the projector outside yes. the hospital. And he's just yeah. like... You can see it in his eyes as he's... Yeah, as he's watching that life unfold. Yeah. I, I completely forgot that this was the song. Yes. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. It's a tear That's going to make me sad as well. I was, yeah. I was obsessed with Scrubs as well. Um, I had uh, a little iPod video. And I had worked out how to... I know it was fancy boy <laughs> I had worked out how to like um, I said I worked it out I had LimeWare that's what I had and I had <laughs> oh, all, of, yes. uh, all of Scrubs all, all of it downloaded onto my iPod and oh wow watched it constantly so yeah there, 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 there were points where you could give me like a sentence from an episode of Scrubs and I'd be able to tell you the, the series and episode I was completely obsessed yeah there's loads no, of good music I got from Scrubs right yeah because they also uh introduced they loved artists and they would like bring them back like mm-hmm. uh joshua raiden i remember listening to a ton of joshua raiden at the time because yeah, it yeah. was just on scrubs yeah, um, yeah yeah i really like when a tv show does that when they introduce yeah. i mean i've already said it i'm saying it for the third time when they introduce <laughs> you to music and yeah, they yeah, sure. like elevate other artists through an mm-hmm. art form i think that's really really cool yeah absolutely yeah, yeah. I think something about Scrubs that, like, for for me, looking back on it, like the a lot of it doesn't hold up for me. Like, I don't, <laughs> I don't enjoy it as much. Yeah, at all yeah. anymore. <laughs> but I think they did the for a comedy. They did the drama incredibly well. Like the the pulling of the heartstrings. There are certain moments and certain scenes. The one me and my friend Mac talk about all the time is the one with um, Brendan Fraser, and he's <gasps> like. Uh, it's like, where do you think we are? Do you remember? Yeah. Do, you, do you know this scene? And then yeah. I, I, I was like, I'm not going to spoil it for anyone. It's from <laughs> 10 years ago. And yeah, then it they reveals basically that... do Sixth Sense with yeah. uh, Brendan Fraser. Yeah, he's like, yeah, he's he's been dead the whole episode and Dr. Cox has been talking to him the whole episode. Yeah. But the the reveal of that was incredible. And yeah, the, like the sad moments they do, like, yeah, they, they do it very, very well. Yeah, which is good because... Uh, I think a hospital is a place that is rife for tragedy. And I think mm. doing a, any comedy other than children's hospital, it would be wrong to actually include. <laughs> yeah, to, uh, not actually point, yeah. include, to miss out on the real, realness of it. Yeah. Yeah. A little bit of Grey's Anatomy in there. Yeah. <laughs> not too much. Um, all right. Song six, then a song to relax to. So you've gone with Between You and I by Kitta Alexander? Is it Kitta yes. or Kitta? Kitta? Uh, I don't know. I have no okay. idea. Um, okay. I guess I like Kitta Alexander and we'll not question it. That's yeah. Fine. It sounds cool. Kitta Alexander sounds the coolest. <laughs> yeah. That'll do. Um, this is probably the only song that I have found through Triple J. Um, okay. But again, for international listeners, I'm sure someone's brought it up before. Triple J is yeah. a very cool radio station in Australia, um, where cool people find their cool music. Uh, mm-hmm. And I happened to be listening to it one day, and this song came on, and I was like, what a middle energy song. Like, it's <laughs> not... <laughs> Which is what I need. I need that to relax. It can't be okay, yeah. too high either of the spectrum. So I was like, it's definitely not a sad song, and it's definitely yeah. not like a happy song, it's just yeah. like undulating right there in the center. Uh-huh. 
and right. I think it's not the lyrics don't particularly stand out or anything. They're not rousing in any way. Uh, yeah. It sounds like I'm really shitting on this song. It's a great song. <laughs> what I love about this song is how mediocre it is. Yeah, it's just yeah. it doesn't want to be anything. <laughs> Middle of the road, perfect. <laughs> I bet it's also like a melodically beautiful. So I think I'm like, I can have this yeah. in the background uh, and then not immediately be like, I need to go for a run. I need to mm. do karate in the backyard or whatever. <laughs> yeah. That's so interesting. So when I was listening to this song, that's kind of what I thought about it. I I, I really, really liked it. Um, but it didn't strike me as the typical relaxing song because mm. a lot of those songs tend to be a lot, a little bit more laid back or blissful or, or chilled and this felt a little bit up on that for me so it's really yeah. interesting that that's that's what you're aiming for is mm. not too high not too low just something centered centered i think it's like okay. i i run on uh, a little bit more energy than the average right. person <laughs> okay goes that's a little bit up. faster um uh, and that's not bragging it's a it's a look an awful trade at parties uh, <laughs> but because I made, I remember at the start of the first lockdown, I made a playlist uh, called "Chill Vibes for Isolated Lives." You can check it out if you want. And okay. uh, one of my friends checked it out, and she's like, "These are not chill songs. They're all <laughs> like, I would go to a brisk walk to all these songs. Right. This is not okay. chill at all." And I'm like, "I guess <laughs> I just don't know what chill is." <laughs> That's good though, but like, I, I sincerely, I think it's good that you have that. You know what that is for you. That's that's really important to know what like what a chill vibe is for you and something that you can put on when you need that. That's not just going to be like a bunch of, I I don't know, doty or something. Yeah, like, that's going to like completely floor you. Yeah, um, it's taken a long time as well to realize like that. A with music. And this is going to sound so lame because I was always like very intimidated by anyone that was like, this is my favorite band. I was like, what? Okay. You have a favorite band? Oh my God, you're so much cooler than me. I don't have a favorite anything. Okay. So I was always scared. <laughs> so I was always scared to like, like anything because I'm like, I don't know if that's like the cool thing that people want. And okay, then yeah. it only took me about 25 years to be like, I like what everyone else likes. I like pop music. I like any song that if you go into a bar, people yeah. could sing it back to front. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And that's why, because they're good songs. Or exactly. Songs. Yeah. I don't yeah. like anyone who dismisses pop music. It's pop. It's, it's in the title. Popular yeah. music. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's been a big thing that we've talked about on this show is that sort of, I, I was probably on the other side to what you're talking about, which is like, I was probably an asshole who did have a favorite band and would have judged people who like pop music or, you hey, know, And that's why you have a music that podcast. That's, yes. Mm. You should, they, there needs to be people like you. <laughs> no, I'm not sure that's true. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, there needs to be people like me. White men with a music podcast. That's exactly what the world <laughs> needs more of. Um but uh but yeah like a big theme of the podcast is is letting go of that kind of judgment because i would have dismissed a lot of pop music a lot of 
a lot probably a lot of songs on this list i probably yeah. would have thought like it's not art it's not proper music <laughs> so i'm not going to listen to it because yeah because i'm a 15 year old boy who knows everything um so I'm but yeah like as, a 15 year old boy that knows everything <laughs> at one point or another that's true that's true um but yeah i think like as you know as i get older then you start to you start to let go of that because who cares who yeah. cares no one cares about how cool you are it's just people like what they like and mm. that's why i like doing this is because like everyone's list is different everyone's got a different favorite band everyone's got a different favorite song that they fell in love with straight away um yeah and like yeah that's really beautiful i'm glad this is a journey of discovery for both <laughs> of us yeah absolutely look at us um yeah okay i'm gonna i'm gonna hold on very tight to that non-judgmental vibe as we move on to song seven <laughs> a song from your preteen years don't you by the pussycat dolls and buster rhymes yes this time in music was balls to the wall horny this is when every yeah. music video was just like an upshot of someone's skirt like yeah. People just slamming their asses into the camera, like, yeah. and it was so so sexualized. And I was eleven at the time, so mm. I was still child. Uh, right. But how I learned to dance was through these music videos, and you can imagine for any adult looking on, that is a disturbing scene. Yeah. <laughs> to watch full child tried slam it down on all fours in the living room because <laughs> she just thinks that that's what everyone's doing yeah 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 um so and i specifically have a memory that my poor poor uncle uh witnessed which was <laughs> this is this is and we're all embarrassed by this to this day uh it was my 11th birthday and he came along uh with a friend of his uh and i was just uh dancing with all my friends having a great yeah. time uh but basically reenacting the entire music video to this song uh okay. and <laughs> everyone was uncomfortable and years later uh his friend was saying to him she's like oh my god i i'll never forget when we went to your niece's birthday and I was just shocked at, for a 16-year-old, the moves that she was pulling. <laughs> I, I couldn't believe it. And my uncle had to be like, I'm so sorry to make the memory worse, but she was 11 years old. <laughs> oh, no. Oh no! Yeah. <laughs> and everyone had to go to jail for what they saw, and it wasn't their fault. <laughs> oh god! So yeah, this this song, for the worst reason, reminds me of yeah. preteen years. Wow! Wow! <laughs> yeah, it's so funny looking back at the Pussycat Dolls though, because it's basically Nicole Scherzinger and her mates, isn't it? Yeah, like the. Uh, <laughs> I mean, the album cover it's like the six of them crammed into this into this little space but there's yeah. like an aura around Nicole 
Yeah. Have you seen this? Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like, it's very much it's like, like here she is. Yeah, yeah. Mm. And um, I also noticed, that, do you know at the start of the song where um, Buster Rhymes obviously has like the opening rap? Mm-hmm. But Nicole's doing her like little vocals things, like she's just saying yeah. dolls and stuff like that. Baby, yeah, yes, exactly <laughs> that. But um, I don't know if they were just like not in the studio together, or if she just didn't give a shit because he is about like four bars into his rap, and she says, "Ready," and he's already started. And he's like, <laughs> Nicole, pay attention. <laughs> anything else going on like anyone else speaking or rapping or singing she's just like that's just yeah don't yeah. worry about that yeah I don't think you're just you ready for me? I'm the star yeah <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> it's got that Paris Hilton arrogance really. <laughs> uh, song 8 then a cover so you've gone with uh, Burning Down the House by Tom Jones and the Cardigans yes uh, this is from uh, an one of the only albums I've listened to end to end uh, okay. and it is Tom Jones I think the album is called Reloaded uh huh yes no Tom Jones Reload uh, okay. and it is him doing uh, cover it's a covers album but it's mm-hmm. him with like some of the biggest pop stars like at the time like he's mm-hmm. also got a cover on there with Robbie Williams which is really weird uh, but I need you to know at no point does he bend to the will of any of these songs. At no point yeah. does he take any Tom Jones out of Tom Jones for yeah. any of the songs. Yeah. So for this cover of Burning Down the House, he yeah. puts his whole bussy into it. He goes the full Tom Jones, but then it is uh, offset by the cardigans being exactly the cardigans being very like chill and cool very like disco lounge vibes next yeah. to watch out you might get what you're after cool baby it is <laughs> insane and it works that's the craziest yeah. thing it works yeah. and there's not a single person I haven't shown the song that is like it shouldn't work but it does and yeah. i love it <laughs> yeah that was my my exact thought listening to the song i hadn't heard this before and yeah the the exact thought process was like <laughs> these are two very different energies like, very different energies yeah like, yeah tom tom jones could like whisper he could like leave the room and he could just be like talking to someone in the next room and it would still have more energy than what the cardigans are bringing yeah but but yeah like the combination is is great it's yeah. such a fun song right i'm like surely they had to record on different days and yeah. the, <laughs> the producer was like it's fine and the cardigans are like are you sure it's tom jones and he was like we'll make it work yeah yeah no that's that is true because yeah they would need to be very very sure of themselves Mm. because obviously tom jones isn't going to bring his energy down but Mm. do you think he'd be a little pissed off with the cardigans for not being like like do do you see how much effort i'm putting in like i'm sweating and all i said was watch out like can you just (laughs) can you bring a little bit I think Tom Jones is a man that's uh, incapable of getting angry is the vibe that he gives me. Just like 
very much so happy with himself and everything he does. <laughs> He's like, why would I be mad? I'm the king. I'm the king. <laughs> it's going to work. I'm Tom Jones. Song nine, then a song that you'd sing at karaoke. So your song is Sugar, We're Going Down by Fall Out Boy. Yes. Uh, and I need to, you to know, a song that I would sing badly at karaoke. Okay. okay. At no yeah. point do I ever think I could pull off the vocals of Patrick Stump. Uh, <laughs> he, if, if I could pick a voice, to a singing voice, uh-huh. I would pick his. I think he insanely uh, beautiful and but also just, like, impressive in every song that Fall Out Boy does. Um, And I think this song is, like, so fun. And, I mean, all of Fall Out Boy songs lyrically are so fun and beautiful and also, like, sassy. And I think this one is no exception to the rule. (laughs) And (laughs) I definitely uh, have, like, I go in phases where I get very obsessed with uh, trying to learn how to sing a song. And Mm -hmm. this is one of them where I would just sing it over and over again in my car. And I would be like, wow, I'm actually getting really good at this. And then (laughs) be driving around with a group of friends and then be like, oh, (laughs) my song has come on. And immediately two lines in, just a lot of white eyes being like, what are you doing? (laughs) Never mind. Never mind. <laughs> but I even after that, I think after a certain amount of shots uh, yeah. at a karaoke bar, I'd be like, yeah. no, it was the confidence that was missing. Let's go. <laughs> Let's make it happen. Yeah. I think Fall Out Boy karaoke is, the, I think that's one of those ones where you just need to bring the energy. Yeah. As long as you have the energy, then, then yeah, I think you'll be all right. Yeah. A song that enough people will join in on by the end. Yeah. I think that's the key with a karaoke yeah. song. It's never fun to get halfway through a karaoke song and look around at everyone just looking at their phones or like queuing up their own song. You're like, oh no, this is this is not the vibe I wanted to bring. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fair enough. Um, yeah, yeah. Regular listeners of the show will know I have a very complicated relationship with Fall Out Boy. Um, oh. How so? Yeah. I don't like them. Um, you don't like them? No. <laughs> no, oh, I... Sorry, me uh, obsessed with pop. No. <laughs> How can no, no, anyone... No, no I... Yeah. yeah. Uh, no, I I dismissed them at that age that we talked about. You know, the, the 15-year-old um, know-it-all. I dismissed them because I didn't like their song titles. Uh, so that Under the Cork Tree album I thought they were very pretentious and <laughs> didn't think the jokes worked and yeah just like everyone who was going isn't this so funny I was like that's it's really really not it's really <laughs> shit and I, I maintain that I'm right about that but anyway I shouldn't I think have so, yeah particularly them. for Under the Cork Tree I will yeah. I will agree with that yeah 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 that's yeah I, I'm, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna talk about it again because I've, I've talked about it on <laughs> Every show where Fallout Boy comes up, where which oh. is has been most, to be honest. But, um, <laughs> Sorry, everyone. Uh, no, it's my, it's my fault because I won't <laughs> shut up about Fallout Boy. Um, yeah, so like the, the, I dismissed the 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 whole band because I didn't like their their song titles, even though I was listening to a lot of similar kind of music 
at the at that time like i was listening to panic at the disco and all american rejects and stuff like that but yeah i just decided i didn't i didn't like fallout boy and now their music is not really my taste anyway so i've kind of missed the that window where i would have really liked them mm. but um but yeah i mean it's still it's still a fun vibe there are certain songs that i can get on board with and because i've been doing this show i've been listening to a lot more fallout boy than i ever would have before and this this song is kind of growing on me and yeah i maybe wouldn't listen to it willingly but um i think it would still it would still kill a karaoke that's that's for sure like yeah it it seems to be that band that everyone seemed to connect connect with at that Mm. age like it was a lot of a lot of bar chords a lot of energy and a lot of angst a lot of sass as you said Um, yes yeah i think as well like yeah i I went to an all-girls school um Uh yes i know disgusting um but (laughs) (laughs) but particularly the introduction of pete wentz uh into the pop punk world just set our little hearts on fire uh and mm-hmm. we, I think that was the main pull for a lot of people. They were yeah. like, the music could be anything. I just want to look at this beautiful, beautiful man. Yeah. And his penis on the internet. Yeah. Wait, what? <laughs> Are you joking? I'm not joking. Are you serious? Yeah, that was, yeah, that was, yeah, yeah. <laughs> how have I missed this? <laughs> I don't how did, know. How did this? Oh my God. Okay, well. A little treat for later. <laughs> Last day of lockdown. Let's go. Let's um, go. <laughs> yeah, like I, I don't know when the dates would have been exactly. Like I don't know if this would have been something that would have uh, been doing the rounds when you were still at school. Um, but I would imagine <laughs> it would like spread like wild wildfire through an all girls school. But yeah. yeah, there was a there was a his dick pic was leaked on the internet and damn yeah yeah <laughs> i mean it's just nice to go that it goes both ways with the genders so that's look that's a true. hero if anything yeah yeah good for pete good for pete um anyway i, I, I really wasn't having to, wasn't expecting to have to explain the whole pete wentz's penis thing but yeah. uh I'm sorry for bringing it up. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> Has that come up in the other chats about Fallout Boy? It hasn't. No. Good. no. Every time yeah. we're expanding, we're learning yeah. more. <laughs> we brought something new to the table. Yeah. Okay. So, so yes, I have to send you a video of Samantha James from uh, Just Friends. Yes. And Pete Wentz's penis. Okay. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm going to get blocked so quickly. Um, <laughs> So, hmm. song that reminds you of a specific place. So your song is "Wild Horses" by Gino Vanelli. Yes, I have to ask Shane. Had you ever heard of this song before? No, I hadn't. Okay, and I don't think anyone on listening to this would have. It yeah. is a very difficult song to find, uh, mm-hmm. and not popular. Not a lot of listens on uh, Spotify. Yeah, but somehow made its way onto the generic playlist that is sold to a bunch of big box retail stores that okay. they play on repeat. In particular, the store that I worked at, IKEA. Uh ah, and okay. Yes. So okay. uh every I think it's three days, 
uh, of the week, the exact same playlist plays at Ikea. Uh, exact same playlist every single day at the same time. And right. this song came on every single day at 3.10. I always knew when it was 3.10 p.m. when Wild Horses by Gino Vanelli came on. And I knew that it, I was halfway through my shift whenever this song came on. I was like, we did it. <laughs> we made it halfway. <laughs> Specifically, oh, so in good. I can see myself now every single time I listen to it now, yeah. uh, which is surprisingly, it's not a lot. Uh, yeah. I don't love remembering that, but I can feel my yeah. arms carrying 20 stacks of dinner plates uh, <laughs> while people crowd around me. It's like, excuse me, just one second. And I'm like, my arms are going to fall off if I don't put this down. Please, yeah. please let me live. Let me just carry out my <laughs> tasks. How do I get to the exit? The arrow's on the ground. Please leave me alone. <laughs> Meanwhile, oh, in the background is, Wild horses could not drag me away from you. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's so good. That's mm. so good. Yeah, like, um, that's so funny. It came out at the same time. That's so Every, weird. Yeah, yeah. Amazing. Um, yeah, <laughs> when I when I worked in retail, there was just, I think there was just one CD that they would change every so often. And I couldn't tell you any of the songs that came on. So it's so, <laughs> it's so funny to me that that's just stuck with you. The one song that stuck with me from my time in retail is a song called Fences by Paramore. Because oh. when I walked, you know the one? I know the song. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I hate that song now because <laughs> what I would do is I would get dropped off. I was a shopping mall that I worked in, uh, and the store that I worked in was like at the very back, so I got dropped off at the front. It's like a three-minute walk, roughly, to uh, to get in and uh, get my stuff down and get set up and whatever. Uh, swipe the card in and all the rest of it. Um, mm-hmm. It was roughly the length of time of Fences by Paramore. And I would listen to that song. I would pop it in when I got dropped off, and then it would end roughly when I um when I was ready to work. And I can't listen to it anymore because it just <laughs> reminds me of going into work. Yeah, um, yeah. But ha- the halfway point is a much sort of happier vibe. You don't have the same dread as the walk to work. Yeah, this is a little bit more uplifting. A little bit more like we're getting through it. Yeah. Yeah. We're here now. Surrender. Go to here soon. Just yeah, yeah. Go in there. <laughs> yeah. Have you ever been to IKEA since? Like, do you? Would you aim for like three times yes. to see if it's still? You know playing? what's crazy is I love it. I still mm. love going to IKEA. Um, yeah. Working there, very different story. I'm okay. <laughs> I will say, different. I've worked at different IKEAs. Different IKEAs have different cultures. Okay. Some of them are better than others. For example. Okay. Ikea Perth is a beautiful place to work. One of the happiest experiences of my life. But then I moved to Sydney and I started working at Ikea Tempe. And that place is a trash heap. It's a trash place. The trash people in charge. And I I hated every second I was there, except for the one friend I made who I'm still friends with today. But everything else can get the bin. (laughs) And it's also almost like now when I visit, though, it is like soothing to go in there and be like, oh, I don't have to, I don't have Mm. to check our sales. I'm not going to be harassed by anyone. I don't have to worry about 
you know, doing my knee in for the sixth time because all I do is stack cast iron pots all day for nine hours. I don't have to wear steel cap boots for a retail job and knee pads. What do you mean? mean, I'm being paid $22 an hour. It's a fair rate. Yes. But at what cost? My bones are breaking. I'm really sorry I brought this up. (laughs) It's okay. (laughs) I've said something in motion here. I mean, yeah, the song very much reminds me. It takes me back to that place, as we can <laughs> <Yeah>. see. <laughs> all the memories are coming back. All the emotion. <laughs> um, uh, just quickly before we move on, just speaking of mm. TikTok, um, I assume you've seen him, but that guy who does the like reaction to customer questions in IKEA. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I yeah. have been sent that video about a hundred times. But I love it. Again, every single time I love it because I'm like, I wasn't alone in the struggle. It's a a universal thing. (laughs) Yeah. My favorite is when he's like, when people ask out the back, uh, whenever someone asks me, it's like, do you have it out the back? And I would say, this is out the back. (laughs) (laughs) Do you see how much shit is out here? Yeah. Where do you think the rest of it goes? (laughs) Where else? (laughs) <laughs> or occasionally if people were in the warehouse because they do keep like a lot of stock in the very very mm. high shelves in the warehouse and people be like well is it up there and I'd be like climb up be my guest uh, <laughs> if you want to go get it <laughs> sorry I shouldn't mention at this point customer service was not for me I was, yeah, not- I was gonna say that's, that's something you say when you've decided that you're leaving this is like yeah, yeah two week notice kind of stuff yeah, yeah, yeah. Logistics, great. I was great at logistics and yeah. product place and all that. Uh, yeah. Talking to people, not so much. But the best part about IKEA is you wear a uniform uh, and people, as soon as you put on a uniform, don't see you as a person. So yeah. you can get away with being a little sassy, a little rude. As soon as they walk away from you, they forget what your face looks like. Especially in ah, Ikea. Yes. It's another okay. two kilometers to the checkout. Will you report me to the manager there? Try and remember this phase. <laughs> brown eyes, brown hair. That's everyone. That's everyone, <laughs> bitch. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I've got, I've got. I've really been taken back there. I really yeah, I'm can sorry. feel I'm sorry. Yeah, the anger well, uh, co- yeah. coursing through my veins. <laughs> Imagine we moved on to like the specific person. You're like, so my manager from IKEA. I fucking hate him. No. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. All right. We'll we'll move on. Um, <laughs> try and bring the vibe back. Song eleven is a song that reminds you of a specific person. So your song yes. is "Lovely Day" by yes. Bill Withers. Uh, yeah. This song uh, reminds me of an ex of mine. Also, for spiteful reasons, I need okay, <laughs> I need people to know I'm not a. I look. Am I a spiteful person? I think I'm discovering that right now as we go through this playlist. Yeah. Okay. But uh, an ex of mine, uh, no bad blood between us. He's a lovely person, uh, but he's a bar manager at a bar that uh, hires a lot of session musicians, okay. uh, and. Uh, Every single one of them would play a version of Lovely Day by 
Bill Withers. So uh-huh. he uh, put a ban on the song. Oh, shit. Right, okay. Which I think is kind of mean to musicians because it's like they're already yeah. like have to figure out a set and it's like they're probably doing that same set at several bars and they yeah. just have to change it up and find another one just specifically for your bar. Like <laughs> I was like, it's very, come on, man. Like being an artist is hard enough. Like <laughs> the struggle and the grind. It's like don't make it harder for these people. But he yeah. hated it and every single time the song would come on, he would go, Ugh and roll his <laughs> eyes. Like he was it was it the song was making him vomit. That's how much he hated it. Um wow. so so now every single time I listen to this song and I think of him, uh and I would encourage people to think of him as well when they listen to this song because it adds a smugness to the song that you didn't hear before and I think that really elevates it. (laughs) Just for the number of times he says lovely day in it. I think it's near a hundred in this. And it's like it's like you did this to piss someone off and I think it was specifically my (laughs) ex-boyfriend. It's such a nice, chill song to get so yeah. angry about. That's and and about some you know a lovely day. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can definitely just one look at you. I don't know what's going to be a lovely day. A lovely, lovely day. day. <laughs> lovely day. Yeah. If if you decided you hated that song, that would that would great. I'm sure. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. <laughs> So everyone, take that out into the world and now doubly enjoy Lovely Day for the worst reasons. Oh, great. Um, Song 12, then, a song that motivates you. So your song is Semi-Charmed Life by Third Eye Blind. Yes. Uh, This song is uh, my warm-up song to go to gigs. uh, Because, one, it's very, like tonally very easy to sing not mm-hmm. apart from the uh very high part in it where mm-hmm. it's like good ah, ah. i can't oh, yeah. even hit it now goes real high but otherwise yeah. very one note but i use it to warm up because the l- verses are very very quick and it's yeah. very very good to get like the mouth going uh oh, cool. and even okay. to this i think i've i've done it before like upwards of a hundred gigs now and there's still that one part of it where it goes so fast I still can't master it uh and it's the I think it's the second verse right at the end Uh there's two lines that I still just can't wrap my head around no matter how much I try right okay what are the two lines it is I'm gonna have to look it up because I mean I haven't it's been a minute since I've been to gigs because I've been oh, yeah, fair enough, yeah. isolated. Uh, and it's all Christmas break. It's, I'm making excuses now. I should know. <laughs> I should. Uh, okay, this is the one. It's like, uh, it won't stop. I won't come down. I keep stuck with the TikTok rhythm, a bump for the drop. And then I bumped up and I took the hit that I was giving and I bumped again. Then I bumped again. Yeah. He says that, that is... in the space of about four seconds. Yeah, he says that about like 30 times quicker than what he said it. Yeah, that's... Uh... Yeah. 
It's like, yeah. I won't stop, I won't come down, keep stuck to the TikTok rhythm, above for the drop, and then above to get, and it's hard. It's hard to get. Yeah. One yeah. day. When, I think when I master that perfectly, I can move on to another warm-up song, because okay, right. this one is already losing its shine, I would say. <laughs> <laughs> so Once if you anyone... That, yeah. Yeah, so if anyone has any recommendations of what is a song of similar speed uh, mm. that I can use as my new Walmart song, <laughs> hit me up. I would love to know. Okay, fair enough. Uh, do you ever listen to Arctic Monkeys? Oh, a little bit, yeah. Uh, They're actually very similar. If there's anyone I should ask for recommendations, it's you. A white man. Um, what is... Uh... <laughs> What's that song? Um used to get in your nightdress fluorescent adolescent oh by the monkeys that's a good one that's a very that's a, a nice quick vibe yeah yeah that's that's like yeah that's a song i like to sing that's in a the car one. to like challenge myself yeah all right well 2022 watch out you'll be Happy seeing days. me singing in my car <laughs> along to fluorescent adolescent by the arctic monkeys perfect uh, song 13 then a song that someone introduced you to so your song is Why by Dominic Fike yes uh, this was introduced to me by my partner um, mm-hmm. and he's he's very cool um, which he loves when I say that he's like that just <laughs> ruins the whole vibe <laughs> <laughs> okay because he he is uh, in his like early 20s and he listens to a lot of hip hop uh, okay. whereas I am only 27 but have the energy of someone who is in their mid 40s uh (laughs) but he showed me this song uh and it's a very short song it's only two minutes long Mm. and it has some of the catchiest lyrics uh that i think i've ever listened to and it has that kind of like mr Brightside energy i would describe it as Mm -hmm. of like being like a little bit bitter about an ex but it's like not a specific situation so you can right. kind of attach it to anything in your mind sure uh so yeah i i'm, I'm shocked that this song isn't more popular because it also came out like two years ago now mm. and it hits all the notes of like that kind of uh What's the genre that's it, it's in? What genre would you say this is in? Hip hop. Yeah, it's kind of like it's like soft hip hop. Like it's not quite like hard hip hop, oh. which I think is like yeah, quite popular See, at the moment. Beyond hip hop, I wouldn't know all the different uh, <laughs> like sub genres. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I think people just make up sub genres, so we could say oh, it's anything. Do. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Is a powerhouse of music combining elements of electro pop, SoundCloud rap, and grimy rock. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. That, that's a great summary of it. Yeah. Mm. So that's a song that I was introduced to that I wasn't expecting to like. Because, uh, look, a lot of the other songs you showed me up, it been like, oh, cool. <laughs> this is fun. Nice. <laughs> Very, yeah. <laughs> At least this one was short, so even if you didn't yeah. like it, you know you're yeah. You only have it's to do that. Quickly. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. for yeah. two minutes. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. I would this say, really though. Song. Sorry. Yeah. Man. What did you think of it? Loved it. Really, really loved it. Um, yeah. Like it's, it's, yeah. It's, it's got this, it's got this great energy to it, and it's it, maybe that kind of middle of the road kind of energy that you were looking for, where it's not, it's not so up, it's not so down, but it's this like, it's this great, it's, it's just a great vibe. I can't think of any other way to put it without. I don't know. I know that's like a weird thing for a thirty-year-old man to say, but like. <laughs> It is, it is just a, a great vibe it's got this great rhythm to it and yeah like it's 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 one that will go into regular rotation for me i think it was i i absolutely loved it yeah yes oh, that's, that's a that's a really that's big a thing for me that yeah yeah someone who's very cool and into music likes it okay all right <laughs> i'm gonna ride that high for the rest of the day <laughs> we got two actually because i hadn't um burned on the house is the other one so burned on yes. the house and why so nice nailed it <laughs> uh song 14 a song you wouldn't expect to like so you're going with i love it by kanye west and lil pump yes uh this song is for, for the simple fact that this is probably one of the most disrespectful songs to women <laughs> i've ever heard i think a lot of us would have heard uh yeah. it's very like there's a lot of bitch there's a bit a lot of hoe in it uh uh and just it's all about fucking bitches in the most explicit way and also kanye west i think in his most overconfident uh eras i mean yes he's a god so he has the right to be confident uh but him and as well little pump as well bad energy from that man disgusting (laughs) energy he has been kicked out of so many hangs i can feel it for yep. making ladies uncomfortable and saying yep. things that he shouldn't he gives me devil's advocate for fun vibes i don't like him <laughs> but this song goes so hard this song yep. goes so and i i can't help but get down to it every single time it comes on <laughs> yeah 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 there's a lot about the song i hate but it's still good isn't it um yeah even the, the video it's it just do you remember the video it's like the big yes. boxy yes. costumes just them walking down a, a corridor just looking like twats but yeah oh, for anyone that doesn't know the song you'll know it immediately if you see a picture of the music video yeah. of these two famous rappers in giant <laughs> cardboard boxes trying yeah. to look cool as they walked and i'm not talking like I'm talking the biggest boxes you've seen in your life. Yeah. Like, think of the biggest box you've seen from uh, a new TV. And you're like, that's a crazy big box. Bigger than that. Bigger <laughs> than that. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah, it's a music video I hate. I'm mm. the same. It This 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 is a song that would be, would be on, like, uh, Ladies' Guide to Do Music in Five Years. <laughs> um because yeah for all the reasons you said um but yeah there's, there's something about the the beat and it just yeah it's a really yeah. good song and i it's i really hate that it's song. a really good song, but it's a really good song. <laughs> i mean they also feature a female comedian in the song which i don't think has ever been done before by yeah. a bunch of rappers so i was like i mean that's cool a bit yeah. of representation there yeah <laughs> 
Yeah. Yeah, that, that took me a while to get because I was like, are they are they making fun of her? Is she the punchline? But no, I think it's, yeah. Yeah. I think it's fine. I think it's yeah. fine. <laughs> I think it's fine. And also, it's, it's hard not, to give them the, the benefit of the doubt with song. everything that follows. It's, it's hard to like listen to the rest of the song and go, yeah, they're probably respecting that woman at the start. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Uh, song 15 and a song you think everyone should listen to. So you've gone with this story of us by Taylor Swift. Yes, Shane. I have to ask before we get into this: what are your thoughts on Taylor Swift? What are my thoughts on Taylor Swift? Um, Taylor Swift's not a musician that I would go to <laughs> willingly. It's not not <laughs> not someone that I would like deliberately put on. But it's it's hard to deny how good some of her songs are and this is this is one of them and i think this would have been again if i if i'd given it a chance this is something i would have really loved when i was like 15 16 because i was really like this this kind of made me think of the killers a little bit um yeah who i absolutely loved um but didn't give taylor swift the time of day also made me think of one of my friends who was really into taylor swift and got mocked mercilessly for it and he was just like I like Taylor Swift and we're like yeah you're a nerd <laughs> and then looking back you're like you know he just he just knew what he liked and that's actually really cool um yes yeah so so yeah I mean yeah again really really enjoyed it I didn't think it was going to but it's it's a great song yeah yes yes <laughs> Fuck yes. Well, because I had the same thing growing up. I was the same as you, even though I had no taste in music. I just knew that it was cool to hate Taylor Swift, that she was like such a pick me and just so goody goody two shoes and we shouldn't (laughs) like her for that reason. And so I, for ages, just wrote her off uh, until I watched the documentary Miss Americana on Netflix. uh, Right which is one of my favorite all-time anxiety watches if I'm feeling stressed, <laughs> overwhelmed, I just pop on Miss Americana and it it's it's really fun. It's a really fun watch. Sure. And it really gets you on her side and to like her and show what she's been through. Right. And also peppers the songs throughout perfectly. Like really just gives you a taste of all of her eras and all of her different personas. Yeah. And from there, I immediately became obsessed. And I was like, why was I so awful to all these people that just loved <laughs> her music and took the piss yeah. out of her? So much so that I hosted a Taylor Swift trivia night uh, on de- in right. December on her birthday. Wow. Um, because I've become such an avid fan. And I think more people should open themselves up, take that eternalized misogyny out of your hearts, okay? And just really let Taylor Swift in. And, like, you haven't. Just admit it's great fun. Particularly, like, this song I find, like, very catchy. Very upbeat. It's got, like, quite, like, heavy guitar. And it's, like, it's still in her, like, country era. But it's, like, taken quite a bit of the country out and is, like, moving more towards pop. Yeah. It's great. Yeah, and even if you don't like Taylor Swift's music, I think there's so much to respect about her as a person and an artist um i was listening to 
it actually might have been your show back i was listening to someone talk about how like just how young taylor swift is and was yeah. when she entered the music industry and like was it you talking about it like how young I would have been me when... yeah that yeah. sounds like something I would say <laughs> I talk about her a lot like law of averages would dictate that it's probably me talking about Taylor Swift because um, wasn't she like insanely young when that whole Kanye West thing happened yeah she was like uh, 17 years old that's nuts yeah absolutely nuts and yeah and then everything mm. that's gone on with like the her her label and like re-recording her shit like her re-recording her music is like the biggest boss move I, I'm yeah I'm, I'm a big fan of her as a person even if I'm not massively into her music yeah but yeah really, really like really she's fun. someone that has I think is gonna be she's someone to me that's gonna be remembered for like decades and decades like and she's yeah. still putting out like really amazing music mm-hmm. uh, like even her like last two albums I think that's what really got everyone swept up in the end was yeah. her last two like folk albums because people are like I don't like the pop I don't like the country mm-hmm. and then she involved a lot of like her and Bonnie Vare I was like smart smart move there's yeah. all all these boys that are like I'm too cool I love my 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 thinky thinky music <laughs> <laughs> I gotta get curious and have a little listen yeah and then They'll be swept away yeah. by the magic that is Miss Taylor Swift. Absolutely. By the time they realise what's going on, it's too late. Yeah. They're listening to <laughs> Romeo with Juliet and they're crying. <laughs> so it works. <laughs> also very nice that your playlist ends with Taylor Swift saying the end. I... Yes, as I planned it, as I thought <laughs> out and read the lyrics to all these songs, I was yeah. like... Yeah. Cut it in there. <laughs> I was like, yeah, back. That's a nice touch. Nicely done. Thank you Very so much. Nice <laughs> yeah. Alrighty. Lovely note to end on. So, back to you. Anything you want to plug or promote while I have you? Um, yes. I have a, a podcast, The Lady's Guide to Dude Cinema, mm-hmm. um, where essentially we uh, just do like the reverse of this, but with movies. So, uh, people tell us movies that they love and are amazing. And then instead of encouraging them, we usually take a big shit on them. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, so I've got that. And also sometimes we like the movies. Uh, more Like I would say more than often we like the movies. Um, right. So uh, you can find that anywhere you listen to podcasts. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have a stand-up special on Vimeo On Demand for five bucks. Uh, and the link to that is on all of my socials uh, if you want to check it out it's called dirty girl um and that is exactly what it's about so <laughs> <laughs> I really, all right perfect well yeah. thank you very very much for coming on oh, no worries my pleasure the end <laughs> and that is it for episode 15 of mixtape and identity thank you so much for listening please go and support back wherever you can I watched her stand-up special, Dirty Girl, on Vimeo On Demand. It costs like £2.60 in the UK, and it's great. It's 50 minutes of great stand-up for next to no money, so absolutely no-brainer. Highly recommend you go and check that out. Also, her podcast is exceptional, Ladies Guide to Cinema. I'm a really big fan of that show. The episode that really got me into it was the one they did on Death Proof, because that made a lot of points that I had never considered, uh, because I watched that movie when I was a teenager and an idiot. 
so um, it's really really funny as well so definitely go check that out if you like this show and you want to support it uh, we do have a coffee link set up so if you want to support us financially there's no monthly obligation you can throw us a couple of bid for whatever episode you like so that's in the in the link tree um, also you know leave us a review say nice things tell your friends all that good stuff you can also find me on twitch at yak enemy uh, just getting started there so give that a follow i'll be back next week for episode 16 so in the meantime look after yourselves and we'll speak to you then